Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Breakfast Club. This is the New Life Youth Podcast. My name is Kerry Lira. I am one of your hosts, and my co-host is Hezekiah Gallegos. Hezekiah Gallegos, man, and and uh, we just want to welcome you to the very, very first New Life Youth Podcast that we're calling the Breakfast Club. And if you're wondering why the Breakfast Club, is it because it's Sunday morning? No, it's absolutely not the reason why. Um, the whole mindset behind the Breakfast Club, the reason why we call it the Breakfast Club. Um, is because 10 years ago, we actually um, ventured out and started what was called a book club. Remember? Yes, it was very, very early. Yeah, we reached out. We, we started very, very early. So basically what happened was that summer, um, I had asked the teenagers. Hez was in the youth. He was just like you guys sitting sitting in the in youth. This is when we were meeting downstairs Yeah. in the coffee shop now. That's when the youth was down there. And... Um, I had asked this question after a sermon. I said, hey, who wants to grow in their relationship with God this summer? I said, who wants to grow? And there was a room of about 30 kids, and I was thinking maybe 10, 12 were going to respond. One kid responded. And that one kid was Hezekiah Gallegos. And uh, so afterwards, I came up to Hez, and I said, hey, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going we're gonna to meet on Sunday mornings, and we're going to meet at 6 in the morning on Sundays. I did not wake up at 6. 6 a.m. Some of y'all are like, on Sunday morning, the weekend? No, nah, I'm cool. Like, no way. But yeah, 6 a.m. And what we did on, on su- every Sunday at 6 a.m., we were reading a book called Every Young Man, God's Man Together, and we would read the word together. And that was like our breakfast club moment. Like, we started that right then and there in 2012, the summer of 2012, literally 10 years ago. Fast forward over the next two, three years after 2012, that group grew at one point to like 30-something teenagers meeting together. And we were all waking up freaking early, man, like stupid early, um, because we would meet at Market Street on 19th, and then when we outgrew that, no, we started Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, we started Starbucks University. First. Yeah, started Starbucks on University by Tech. We outgrew that, then we moved to Market Street. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we went to J&B Coffee. And then after that, it was like, look, we just need to go somewhere. So we would come up here. With the last book we did, we came up here. So it was early, man. To be honest with you, bro, I was uh, I was excited for the call, but I think I was more excited for the free coffee. Yeah. Because it was from Starbucks. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. So Starbucks. I was I was ready to try out the new menus yeah. and see what they had. Um, Bro, I always remember at Starbucks, we always sat at that one table, that big oh, table dude. that sat, it sat like, <laughs> what was it, like 10 or 12 yeah. people? Yeah. And it was, it was our routine every Sunday, especially on the second and the third book, we started growing bigger. Yeah. So we needed a bigger table, yeah. obviously. And I then know. everybody would come with their bags until one morning, one morning, some gentleman decided to take that table. It was one guy. One guy. One guy with one guy. like three books spread out. And would not share that table yeah, with no one Yeah, he took up the whole dang table. It drove me crazy. That's so yes. true, man. And it was so funny because that would happen on Sunday sometimes. All the time. It would drive me life. crazy. We'd walk in, and you would see one dude sitting at mm-hmm. this large table. <laughs> it's like he knew we were coming, and he was yeah. doing it on purpose just to kick us out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then I think we migrated Yeah, that's when we Market went Street. from there to Market Street. But yeah, man, in that time, you know what's funny when I think about Starbucks is, uh, you remember Desiree? Yes. Okay, so Desiree, yeah, Desiree. The, 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 y'all don't know who Desiree is. I think Andres knows. I don't know if you know Teresa. Yeah. 
But Desiree used to be a member of this youth group back in the day. And uh, Desiree was the homie, man. Like, seriously, yeah, she like, she, she cool. would she would fight you if you were a dude. Like, she was that kind of homie. <laughs> like, for real, she didn't play no games, right? She was. You she can was always ask Aaron school. about her. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you, you can. I'm making sure he hears this, bro. He'll tell you everything. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, man, but seriously, like, I'll never forget one time I took her to Starbucks with us. This was, we were going to take her to Starbucks. And um, we were driving, like, we're going to go to Starbucks. And she was like, we can't go to Starbucks. And I was like, why can't we go to Starbucks? She was like, Starbucks is for, like, white people. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so funny, man, because I was like, no, it's not. I go to Starbucks all the time. And she was like, but you're, you're like, white, Carrie. You're white, Carrie. Like, you're not, like, Hispanic, Hispanic. <laughs> and uh, I was like, come on. But it was, like, her first time going to Starbucks. Yeah. And I think that was one of the coolest things about The Breakfast Club back then was That's funny. You, would, you would expose kids to something they'd never seen before, right? And so, like, by the end of, like, a book, you had kids going into Starbucks, like, yeah, I'll get a caramel macchiato tall with foam, light on the sugar, non-dairy Like, they were experts all of a sudden. And so it was so cool, man. But, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite stories from Starbucks, along with your table store, man. That's true. Hey, man, real real talk, what was one of your favorite things other than the free coffee? Because I remember there used to be a dude at Starbucks who worked there who would actually hook us up. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember... I don't remember his name, but he was such a cool guy. I think his name was Derek. You may be right. I think. I but could be wrong. I remember, I believe he was a Christian because, like, he would always hook us up, mm-hmm. dude. Like, he always hooked us up. And as a matter of fact, when me and Pastor Chris would go throughout the week, like, he would never charge us. I should have went there more often. You should have. No, but I didn't want to be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I didn't want to over I'm coming right? for the free stuff. But, but to let everyone know, we didn't just take the freebies. Like, we actually tipped large when he would do that. Oh, we did? <laughs> we tipped. Like, we actually tipped, even though he, he wouldn't charge us. You know what I'm saying? But, man, well, I'm just curious, like, well, other than the, the coffee and all that sort of stuff, what was one of your favorite memories? Like, what was something that you honestly can say you took away from waking up, not just waking up in the morning, but, like, the discipline to actually read throughout the week? Because I don't know, like, if you were, like, when I was a teenager, I hated reading. Yes. I was never really a big reader. So, being a teenager having the discipline to read a book now, what was what was a challenging thing for you and something that you learned and grew from it? Man, dude, definitely I would say the reading part. It's, I mean, it's harder, especially, you know, being being a young teen, being in high school, being a freshman, you know, you want to you wanna do everything, you know, your, your friends are doing, your buddies are doing. Saturday comes, let's go play some pickup games, or let's go do this, but I knew Saturday would come. I had to make sure that my stuff was in order. I would have to make sure my everything was lined up. The discipline that it taught me to force myself to read, because it's, it's hard, man. It's so easy to get distracted. Yeah, Obviously, sure. it's so much easier nowadays yeah, than what it sure. was 10 years ago. Um, 10 years ago, you know, it was like, man, I want to I wanna go. I want to go play basketball. I want to go play football. Um, yeah. I had a girlfriend who had a car at the time, so it was right. like, you know, let's go, let's go somewhere. So it was, it was hard. The discipline that you have to, it's, it's a choice. You have to yeah. just, you have to choose to do it. Yeah. Because no one's going to come and no one's going to tell you, hey, you need to read. Yeah. Hey, you need to make sure you're reading. You know, my parents, they were, I mean, they were all for me doing it, but it wasn't something like they pushed me to do. It wasn't yeah. something that they were on top of me. They kept me accountable for it. It was just something that it's either you're hungry and you want to do it or you're not hungry and you're going to slack on it. 
Yeah. For and sure. for me, I was I was hungry for it. You know, I really wanted to see a change in my family. I wanted to see a change in my life. That's good. I wanted I, I wanted it. You yeah. Know? So I had to become obsessed with it, and I had to choose to read. And um, and then I mean, like you always said, man, leaders are readers. Yep. And it's just it's, it, it is what it is. They they're readers. If you're not reading and learning constantly, you're not gonna grow. Because. Yeah. You can sit there and read a book. My dad used to always tell me there was one thing he always did instilling me. Don't read the Bible like a book. Uh, it's not that's a book. good. Yeah. Because if you just sure. read it like a book, if you read your book like it's just a regular book, like obviously it's a book. Right. But if you just read it and you're not actually meditating, if you're not actually dissecting it and trying to understand how does this apply to me or my life or that's how good. can I apply it, yeah. you just read it. You know, yeah. like if it's homework and you're like, man, I'm just gonna get this over with so I can just wing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the discipline that it taught me to actually do it, mm -hmm. you know, when that eventually, you know, because it's hard to wake up at six in the morning. Yeah, man. for sure, man. Especially being Especially young. On the weekends. I want to I sleep in on Sundays. Church doesn't start till nine. Yeah. I'm waking up at eight thirty, you yeah. know, because so, you live down the street. I live literally, literally down, the down the street. I could the walk and it would take me five minutes. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you yeah. live real close here at the time. So, yeah, dude, church starts at nine. Back then it was like, I think it was nine, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, That's the right. first service was nine, mm -hmm. so. I'd be here at 8.30, maybe 8.45, yeah. pushing it. And that's why we met so early, I remember. Yeah. Man, that's true, though, because, like, I see today in teenagers, like, one of the things I see in today with teenagers, right, is that teenagers can be disciplined. Yeah. Right? They really can be. On the things, like you said, they choose to be disciplined, too, mm -hmm. right? And so, like, for teenagers today, like, we can be disciplined to brush our teeth. Yeah. We can be disciplined to take a shower, Right. That's something that you know you got to get done every mm -hmm. day. It's, it's some sort of a discipline, right? You can be disciplined to eat every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then six, six snacks throughout the day, right? If you're a teenager because yeah. you got metabolism ridiculously fast. And but, but whenever it comes to something like, you know, reading the Bible, it, it all of a sudden it's like a challenge. Yeah. Right? It it's, it's a challenge. And so I think that's so good, man, that um, – and I think – one of the things that I believe, like, if a teenager can learn to discipline themselves to get into God's word, man, it can be life-changing. Yeah. Really, really can be. And you're a testimony to that. And so am I, man. And so, uh, yeah, man. So, youth days were pretty cool for you, weren't they? They were fun. Man, I remember. Yeah, so, so, so for, those, for those of you who don't know, I actually came to this church when I was 15. And Pastor Sam Garza was the youth pastor. So, he's the really tall pastor that you'll see out there. He's a really, really tall one. And um, he was a cool youth pastor, man. I ain't going to lie. Um, I had a lot of fun when I was in the youth here, and you know I'm pretty sure you did too. Growing up fun. here in this youth ministry, so many crazy memories. Okay, some we caught, we should have caught in cases for. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> all right. What is one of your favorite crazy memories in the youth ministry? Oh man, dude! Shoot from the hip. Go man, for it. Okay, I think one I can think of off the top of my head. We were having um, we were having uh, what is it? Wars. The Nerf uh, Wars? The, no, not the Nerf Wars. Oh, Tribal the, Wars. Tribal Wars. Oh, my God, dude. I thought so, we were going to get in so Well, we did end up getting in trouble. We, we did get in trouble for that one, yes. <laughs> we did have to shut it down. There was one. Okay, so for those of you who are just listening, I just want you to visualize it. We're in a room. This we have room. two lines, okay? <laughs> I know where you're going. And <laughs> I worked for United, so I was able to get us some baskets. The shopping carts. The shopping carts, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay? I got us two shopping carts. <laughs> and yes, it's starting to click for those of you who know. It might start clicking. Y'all ever seen Jackass? <laughs> Hold on, I'm we had, we had one that was in the car and the other one was pushing it. Well, I won't forget. 
The moment we took off, there was one young gentleman. He's a trooper. So he's standing at the edge of the platform, and here comes somebody full force with the cart and just smashes into his back. I mean, smashes. The poor dude ate ground so sick. Oh, dude, it was and was he was such a trooper, he popped up and did cry, did he? But you know that poor kid was hurting, bro. Oh, dude. It was terrible. Didn't, didn't we hurt something? Didn't he have to go to the doctor? Dude, so real talk, I saw it in slow-mo, <laughs> right? I saw the shopping cart come in, and I saw it coming. I was like, oh, my God, that kid's about to Were get Were they blindfolded? Yes. Remember That's the, why. The person the shopping, shopping cart was blindfolded. Yes. So it was like a relay. So we put someone in the cart, you go around, come back, remember, yes. and you swapped out. And the person blindfolded came full force. Full on. Damn, nailed this kid in the back hard. And I saw this slow I saw him just <laughs> boom, boom. And my immediate thought was, oh my God, we're getting sued. Not, is he okay? Not, is he all right? We should check on him. I was like, oh my God, yes. I'm never going to be able to be a pastor. Like, I'm going to get fired. The church is going to get sued. But dude, I'm thankful. That his older brother was here. Because his older brother was like, come on, man, get up. Stop being a little sissy, dog. Yeah. He got it, was like, okay. <laughs> that poor dude. He oh was such God, a trooper. Yes, that was, that's one right off the top of my head that was brutal. Bro, I thought you were going to share the time we had a lock in and that kid fell asleep <laughs> on the ping pong table and he. <laughs> I was about him. You were sleeping while I was asleep. I was under the table. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, you want to share that one? Okay, so go for it. So, so here's the thing: we we had a lock-in, and Hez was sleeping under the ping-pong table. So, for those of you who are here right now, this room next door. If you're listening, you won't understand this. But this room next door used to be the game room back in the day. Okay, this room right here, and it was the hot box. We called it. It was like a freaking it was sauna. It's like a sauna in there. So you'd be in there sweating. If you didn't walk out and lose five pounds, you uh, weren't doing something. Wrong. I said you would have kids that would come from this room to this room. Like faces were red. People yes. were sweating. It was crazy. Right, but anyway, we had to walk in, and the guys were sleeping in there, and the girls were sleeping in this room. Well, Hez is sleeping under the ping pong table. It's around 4:30 in the morning. The guys finally wind down and go to sleep. Hez is asleep under the ping pong table. Now, those of you who have ever seen a ping pong table, they're not the most sturdiest tables in the world. Especially in the middle. Right, especially in the middle. They're they got very puny legs that hold the table up, and the table itself is very thin. Right. It's got to be so the ball can bounce over back and forth numerous times. This young man, who he was young, but he wasn't little, if you catch my drift. <laughs> he was a pretty big young man, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, and um, he decided at 4.30 in the morning that he was going to sleep on the ping pong table. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know where I'm going with it. He hops up on the ping pong table. And he's on there for maybe a minute or two. And I love the way Hezra just uh, describes because he said all he heard was <laughs> <laughs> the kid fell through the ping pong table and broke the ping pong table. Broke the table. Broke the table. For a while, we had that piece that was broken. <laughs> and we wanted to hang it up as a shrine. Like, do not sleep on the ping pong table. Don't be standing up. This is what happens. Dude, I think, I think we threw it away finally. We should have yes. kept it, man. I think my first reaction, I mean, because anybody who's like knocked out and, you know, just jumping into their REM sleep and then, boom! Yeah. I just immediately woke up and my first question was, 
What are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, seriously. Like, you, you know you couldn't sleep on this table. And didn't he just stay there? Yeah. He just stayed there. He didn't even move. He just fell asleep. Like, that poor dude. I think, I think he was hallucinating. You know whenever you get to that yeah. point to where you're just, like, very sleepy. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what's going on. You're a little loopy. <laughs> he was like, this looks like a good spot. And, and like, what go for became the new spot. And he just stayed there. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was. That was funny. That, that was, was good one, man. I, that was yeah. That, that was, was those two man. moments, man. I legit thought we were gonna get sued on the first one, yes. and then the second one is just too funny not to share, man. That we had a lot of crazy moments up here, dude. Yeah, we did. Uh, we'll have from, to get we'll have to get Aaron up here one day so oh we can God. share his his outside. Yeah. Story. Oh yeah. That'd At the park. Good. Yeah, we're gonna leave you on suspense. There was yeah. A, that's a cliffhanger. Yeah. We we had a we had a, a youth night at the park one night on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed have we ever had a youth night at a park since you've been up here? There's, There's a, a reason, reason why. We'll let Aaron explain why. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cliffhanger, but we'll leave you with this. It revolves Aaron and a girl. Oh. And, and another girl. <laughs> so yeah, it was an interesting night that night. So that's why we've never done anything at the park since then. Yeah, Everything has to be done local. That was the first time we got in trouble. That was a cool night, though. That was very it was. Cool. It started out cool, but it, it ended so really, really bad, man. But yeah, teenage youth ministry, man. It's, it, it has its fun moments. It has its crazy moments. What would you say was one of your craziest memories? Dude, so a lot of the crazy stuff that we did. I know you go way back, so you have to give me one. So, like, so like I will, I'll keep it with, with us, right? So, <laughs> one of my favorite moments, one of my favorite things we used to do back in the day um, was you guys had a lot more freedom with your parents, unlike, unlike mm-hmm. you today, right? So, like, for example, like, after church on Wednesdays, we'd be like, hey, we're going to go to Starbucks or we're going to go get ice cream or whatever. Yeah. And we could go, right? Parents would be like, yeah, cool, just make sure you bring them home, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that night? I think it was in July. We all went to the Starbucks when it was by the one by Tech. Yeah. Before it moved right. where it's at now, it was over. You remember that night at Tech? We were wilding out. Uh, we were wilding out at that Starbucks. Were you with us that night? The one with the statues. Yes. No, I wasn't. Oh, dude. Okay. So. Unfortunately. So so here's the thing, man. There's pictures too of this. <laughs> That's what's so funny. There's pictures and videos of this. So that night we had. So I'm gonna send this to him because I hope he hears it. So, I don't know if any of y'all knew who Isaiah was. Youth ministry legend up here, man. <laughs> he is a legend up here. You want to talk about one of the craziest kids in youth ministry? Yes, agreed. That dude was crazy. Well, Isaiah was like 12 years old turning 21. Like, he was so mature and grown for his age, right? Like, he, like he was just an OG at a young age. But, like, every time we took Isaiah somewhere, you knew something crazy was going to go down. <laughs> Seriously, you mix him with Andrew together, something crazy is definitely going down. Well, that night, we got into this weird habit of twerking. <laughs> Everybody here knows what twerking is. Look, and he's like, what? <laughs> but seriously, so, so she, imagine, it's 9.30 at night at Starbucks. We're sitting outside. There's a group of about 15 of us. And all of a sudden... We all start, like me, Andrew, Isaiah, we all just start randomly twerking in front of Starbucks on University, and we got cars driving by, we got students walking by, and there's people inside Starbucks just looking at us like, 
what are these kids doing? Like, and granted, we just came from church. Yeah, we just got out of church, by the way. <laughs> We're filled with the spirit. Yeah, I just got through ministry to a powerful <laughs> message on purity. And I'm out there. <laughs> so check this out. So, so I don't know if y'all walked that area where there's statues. It's on Broadway. There's two statues. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. There's two statues. It's of an old man and an old woman. They're holding hands. All right. <laughs> so, so, so we walk out into the street. And like I said, there's cars driving by. There's people driving. There's people walking by. And of course, Starbucks is right there. Me, Andrew, and Hez. I literally, <laughs> Hez, like, like uh, I'm sorry, not, not Hez. Isaiah, Andrew, and me. Andrew just puts like his hands on his knees in front of the old woman. And he starts like twerking in front of her. <laughs> Isaiah does it in front of the old man statue and starts twerking. I go to the next level, the youth pastor of all people who should be setting a better example. I prop my, my feet up onto the old man's shoulders <laughs> and my hands are down on the ground like I'm inverted right? I'm inverted all the way. and I'm like bouncing around and people are I'm looking up and people are cracking up laughing as they're driving by yeah man that's probably really the craziest thing you remember the time we did that in front of the men, men at work sign I remember that so there was a men at work sign one time we yes. literally pulled over and started like backing it up like in front yes. of the men at work sign yeah you know what I've learned, dude? What's that? There's nothing more dangerous than a group of guy friends who are ready to one up the next. Facts. <laughs> that is the truth, man. We would go to the extreme. Like if you did if you did something that was that bizarre and you were vertically up on somebody twerking, it was like, how can I one up this one? <laughs> it, yeah, dude, it was crazy. Things are not like what they used to be. Yeah, man. So yeah, that was one. Of, I mean, there's so many stories we could share over the past several years, man. Um, the times when we used to go to the pool and mess around up here during practice, all the all the pranks we pulled, like. But yeah, man. All jokes aside, though, I, I think one of the biggest things that I remember was like whenever we, whenever it was like in a sense serious time, like ministry time, like yeah. we were all in, like we were like, let's get it done, you know. Some of y'all don't know, but we used to have youth services on Saturday nights back in the day. Ooh, talk was, about waking up on a Sunday. Yeah. From a we, Saturday. Yep, we called it Saturday Night Live, and we'd have teenagers in here, and it was pretty cool. Like, those we had days, those, those were interesting. Those were that was a time, man, that I'll never forget. We always called the SNL era, but that was a cool time, man. We would have we'd be up here like noon getting ready, rehearsals, setting up, and then we would have service at night. Like, yeah, it was cool, it was, it was a lot of fun, man. We was young and getting it back in the day, and I say me too because like I was still like a young pastor at the time, so I was still like learning. Learning how to lead and, and everything like that still. So it was cool, man. Yeah, those are fun cool. times. I'll so never forget those. Yeah, man, most definitely. So with that being said, man, you know, we were talking about a little bit of history, you know, because a little bit of history. You know, I, I say that word history because one of the things that I've noticed with today's teenagers is this, and it sounds kind of funny, but it's the truth. I've noticed that today's teenagers don't have, like, a real strong sense of history. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yes. Right? Like, like we have no strong, like, I say we, but, like, teenagers. And the, and the first example, so, like, <clears throat> I have a niece who's going to be a junior at Monterey. Right. And so, uh, I don't know if y'all have seen the new Top Gun movie, right? So, Top Gun Maverick is an awesome movie if you haven't seen it yet, okay? If you, if you haven't, you should. But before you see it, you should see the first one. Agreed. Okay? Now, we were talking about this on Sunday at dinner. And I was like, so did you like it? She was like, yeah, it was pretty good. I was like, pretty good. She was like, I mean, yeah, it was good. It did, you know, I enjoyed it. I was like, okay, let me ask you a question because it dawned on me. 
I was like, have you seen the first Top Gun? And she was like, there's the first Top Gun? And I, my <laughs> mouth, like, dropped. I was like, what? I said, who did this? I was like, you've never seen the first one? She was like, no. I was like, okay, your assignment today is to hop on Netflix and watch Top Gun. I was like, your generation, for real, has no sense of history. You know, and another story with her was, I'll never forget, like, she was wearing Air Force Ones. So, here recently, Air Force Ones have become super popular with teenagers, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, these shoes are so dope. Like, they're so popular now. And I'm like, when were they not popular? They were popular. Like, they've been popular, right? Air Force Ones have been around forever. Okay, before y'all were born, Air Force Ones were around. The all-white Air Force Ones have been around before you were born. And I want to hear your story about your first Air Force Ones here in a minute. I'll tell you. But she was wearing Air Force Ones one Sunday. And I walked up to her when I saw her. I said, oh, I see you riding the Air Force One wave. That's cool. She's like, yeah. And I was like, have you ever heard that song, Air Force Ones by Nelly? And she was like, who's Nelly? And I was like, okay, time out. That's like, that's a violation. You know what I'm saying? Like, And who is this again? This is your niece? My niece. You, like, still, not, you, not, you not, still call her your niece? Yeah. <laughs> I would question it now. Question the mother, right? So I told her, I said, listen, you're not allowed to wear Air Force Ones. Until you go hear that song, you should have You should have blasted it right then and there. And so I sent her the music video. Okay. <laughs> I sent her the music That's video via text. And it was funny. The next weekend, I saw her again, and she wasn't wearing them. And I go, I tell you, you haven't heard the song yet. She's like, No. I was like, She's like, But I'm not wearing them. <laughs> no sense of history for your generation, man. But yeah. uh, That's crazy. No, so, Air Forces have been around for so long, dude. So I remember. Back, so I'm 25 now. Mm-hmm. Back when I was going into freshman year, they were huge. They were a huge deal. So back then, you know, before you're too quick to judge, this was during the your jerk days. Um, all right. I don't know if y'all know what jerking is. Yeah, for those of you who those don't teenage know, teenagers today, I don't know if you know what. Jerking don't look it up. It, don't don't sure. don't waste your time. No, I'm huh? just kidding. No, no, not no, beef no, jerky. Not jerky. Not beef jerky. Jerky. There was a dance style and a fashion yes. trend for a while. It was... So the fashion trend, let me explain the fashion trend for those of you who don't know. It was either Jordans, Air Force Ones, with some skinnies. Like really skinny, skinnies, skinny like jeans. Skinnies where you can't breathe sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Like if, if, if he ever, if he ever listens to this, like Tristan skinnies. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so it would be those kind of skinnies with a really baggy t-shirt. Okay, so bright colors too. Very bright you colors. The, the place, glasses. Yes, the place to go, bro, was Route Twenty One. If yeah. you wanted one of those shirts. Route Twenty One was like the uh, off-brand Tillys. Yes, like the Great Value brand of Tillys. Well, y'all know what Route Twenty One is. Yeah, Route Twenty One's good. They're not a sponsor, by the way. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. So, anyways, look it up. I wanted Air Forces. I had the skinnies. I had the shirt. I needed the Air Forces. <laughs> All right. Well, my parents asked me. So I grew up very. Um, we didn't have the most money, so I grew up with one pair of shoes for the whole year. That was my shoes for the first semester, the first half. After Christmas, maybe we would get another pair, maybe. Majority of the time, no. Yeah. But I refused to show up to my freshman year with some shacks. <laughs> All right? <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted the Nike Air Force Ones, and I asked my parents. And they said, well, how much are they? I said, they're $99.99. My parents looked at me like they were prepared to slap me. <laughs> and they said, no, you got us messed up. My dad said, there's a lawnmower in the backyard. I'll pay for your first take of gas, a little five-gallon tank. So I was like, all right. All summer long, bro, that whole summer, I walked the whole Arnabinsit 
cutting yards that year. That's dope. What I did with my money, no idea. But I knew I set aside $100 specifically for those shoes. And by the end of that year, bro, by the end of that summer, I sure did buy my first pair of high-top Nike Air Force Ones. I remember. He wore them suckers proud to church. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Dude, I stay on top of those shoes. Whenever anybody would, like, accidentally kick me, boy, you would get the devil eye. But you better yo, you better get down, then you better clean, clean that street, suckers, and yo. you better back up because I worked hard for these. There's, no, there's nothing like a sense of pride when you yes. work hard for something and you can buy it yourself. Yeah. So your pair, first pair, my, see, some, I know some of y'all thinking, Carrie buys a lot of sneakers, right? Yes, he does. Okay, so, yeah, okay, calm yes, down, okay. So, like, <laughs> so like but it, it all started when I was a kid, just like his. I was, like, in the third grade when I bought my first pair of Jordans. Nice. But just like you, man, my father had a lawn mowing business, and I played basketball, and so I told my dad I wanted some Jordans. Same concept. You know how much Jordans are? <laughs> I mean, they're really expensive now, but back then, $100, you're talking about early 90s, okay? Yeah. Dang, I'm aging myself here. Yes, you are. <laughs> Late 80s, early 90s, okay? Um, Jordans were, you know, you think $100 in the early 90s, late 80s, that's like $200 today, yeah. right? $250 today. It was a lot of money. And so my dad said, hey, I tell you what, come work with me in the summer. And so I worked that summer with my pops. And looking at it now, being an adult, I'm like, how much was I making minimum wage an hour? Because like if that, man, I was out there every day, Monday to Saturday. And at the end of the summer, I, bar- I had enough money to buy my Jordan. So it's so cool, man. Because yeah. I walked into, this is when Cardinals was at the mall. Oh, I remember. So this is back in the day. Oh, back in the day, man. And uh, I walked in, super proud. And I was like, I want those. And it was a pair of Jordan Bordeaux 7s, okay? Ooh. Bordeaux sevens, and um, the man got we got my size, put them on, and good to go. Went to the counter, and he rang it up. And he said, "All right," so, he's like, "All right, sir." He looked at my dad. That's going to be a hundred and da da da, right? And my dad looks at me. He said, "Like that." And I pulled out a wad of one dollar bills. <laughs> I pulled out a big old wad of one dollar bills that I'd been saving, and I just handed it all because I didn't, yeah, you know, I didn't know. I just handed the whole thing to him. And the dude started counting, yeah. right? And and one of the other employees came over and was like, did you save up for all this? I was like, yeah, I worked all summer to get them. And he was he like, you were he was like, he was like, shut up. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, man, that's so cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, there's no like, like you, man, I was careful when I wore them. Mm. But that's where the sneaker head started. Third grade carry. And it has it has grown to it a has. very unhealthy holiday. <laughs> to where now his wife, he doesn't even buy his shoes no more. His I always see him posting, his wife has bought him a brand new pair of kicks. Shout and then I wife. look at my wife and I said, Where's my brand new <laughs> So she's gonna get in trouble now. Next week is Father's Day, bro. I will I will see. If you see my Instagram story and you see a pair of new kicks, you've inspired her. Josie, I'm sending this to you. Yes. <laughs> I need to get Alicia to hang out with her more often. <laughs> they need to hang out way more often. Yeah, my wife's the plug, man. Real talk, man, before we, because um, uh, we should probably wrap this up here shortly. But um, real talk, man, my wife, I, I say my wife's the plug, but, man, it's it's cool because, like, the other day, uh, those of you who don't know, my wife is in the military. Yeah. So she gives oh, me that I military mean, discount like hookup. <laughs> it's nice, man. It's nice. It's nice, man. It's pretty awesome, man. No, she's 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 awesome, man. But with that being said, man, let me ask you something. You know, one of the things with today's teenagers that I see, right, 
I still see kids rocking the J's, but Crocs. Oh. Crocs is like it's a big thing. It's a big Croc thing. or not? What do you think, man? I'm against Crocs, bro. I I, I, I legit Crocs. feel like God looks down from heaven and is like, what the heck? And then it like, I gave y'all creativity and wisdom, and this is what y'all created. <laughs> yes. Well, if okay. you're a Croc wearer, I'm not hating, okay? Because my wife wears them, well, and every time she them. does, I'm like. Don't don't be putting those next to my J's. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I could see that. Don't be doing that. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> and then now they got little things you can put on. What are yes. they called? Yes. Y'all know what they're called? Gibbets. Yeah. There you so, go. So She's Crocs. Yeah, you wear Crocs. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 that's right, no, that's right. No. Like, they got all these things you can put on to like spice them up. And I'm like, no matter what you do, yes. they will never be spiced up. Like, and dude, I'm sorry. No. But if you're wearing Crocs, I'm sorry. I'm not spending 40 bucks on a pair of rubber. Bro, like, that's crazy. But I can't complain too much because my my little boy he likes he likes Crocs. He's got two pair of Crocs. Okay. He's real huge into cars right now. Uh -huh. So he puts his Crocs on and he goes kachow. And he's gone. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got another yeah, nephew. He's a four wheel drive. <laughs> I've got a nephew. So my son is two, and he's got a nephew who's four. Right. Well, we took him to the lake the other day, but you know we weren't planning on going to the lake. It was just you know spontaneous. Hey, let's go. Well, he had no clothes. So we took him, you know, we took him to Walmart, go get him some trunks. And he looked at me and he goes, Theo, can I get Crocs? I almost slapped him. I almost slapped him. And I was like, you want me to spend money on Crocs, Angel? And he goes, well, Matthias has them. So I was like, Chucks, I can't slap my son. I can slap my nephew, but not my son. So I was like, all right. So I busted down and I got him some Crocs. So, but man, he loves them. He absolutely does. So yeah, I'm not. I, you'll never catch me sporting Crocs. Nope, me neither, bro. And like, and I, people tell me like they're so comfortable, and I'm like, nah, I'm cool, man. I can't do it. Like again, if you're a Croc wearer, yeah. more power to you. You know what I feel like that's. So I feel like, like if you can wear Crocs, you should be bold enough to carry your Bible to, to Ooh. school. Ooh. Dang. That right there was a violation. Those are shots fired. <laughs> so if you're a Croc wearer, you better be carrying your Bible to school yeah. next year. You're. He's been setting that one up all night long. He's been waiting to use that line. No, I, I can't do it either, man. Like, I, I, I can't. Like, my, um, my wife was like, so Jordan made a pair of Crocs? I said, Jordan knows better. Yes, he does. Yeah. The goat would never stoop yes, to that true. level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's, he is not that desperate yes. for sales. Well, like, since, we're, since we're talking about Crocs, my question to you is, I know you like slides. Yeah, for sure. Everybody likes slides. Yeah, Everybody yeah. has a pair. You wear slides with or without socks? With. Okay. Yeah. Good. We're good. We, can still, we can remain friends. Yeah. yeah most definitely. Definitely. I'm rocking right okay. socks, bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Slides should not be rocked without socks. <laughs> Nobody wants to see They're it. They're not chunkless. Yes. No. Okay. Oh, we're chunkless. good then. We're good. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I rock them with, bro. Okay. Absolutely. We can remain friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> if you if you wear like I know Valeria's come up here rocking slides with socks, so she's cool. Okay. Yeah, you're good. good. You're good, Valeria. You're you good. Keep coming. She was like, I'm glad I wore socks the other day. That's funny. That has been fun, dude. I like it's cool, it. man. It's a lot of fun, man. So check it out. We're going to be doing this for this first season once a month. And uh, we're going to try to do this the, at the very first of every month. So we'll be back in July with a brand new episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we hope you guys enjoyed this. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Breakfast Club New Life Youth Podcast. And we'll see you guys. We look forward to seeing you next month. Yeah, we'll see you all next month. All right.